0: Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that can help us lose weight, be healthier, or live longer better. Well, today, I'm gonna talk about the ketogenic diet, something I'd have to say I'm a bit of an expert on. Not only have I helped thousands of people lose weight and get healthier for over 20 years using it, but I've also helped a family member overcome epilepsy, using the ketogenic diet short-term. In this show, I'm going to go over the latest research on the therapeutic keto diet, but from the onset, I'm going to be clear, I don't recommend this long-term, but short-term, you bet, I know it can help people have really profound, beneficial changes in not only their health, but their confidence, So some of the outstanding benefits I'm going to cover in this show are going to be weight loss, especially around the middle, and appetite control. I'm going to show you how it can improve cardiovascular risk factors like triglycerides, insulin, blood sugar, all those things. May even help prevent or with the latest research used in helping to treat different cancers, Number four, brain health. And of course, it was used by Jesus, Hippocrates, and for the last 100 years in the medical world to treat epilepsy. Okay, and also reversing insulin resistance and metabolic conditions like diabetes and PCOS. And then I'm going to touch about some of the side benefits to the good old gut microbiome. Lastly, I am going to talk about some of the negatives about the keto diet that you really do need to know about. Okay, so what is the ketogenic diet? You know, simply it boils down to a diet lower in carbohydrates, usually to less than 50 grams a day. So the body has to switch from burning glucose to burning stored fat, like around your waistline. Humans and animals are perfectly designed to easily do this. Bears and animals that hibernate do it all winter long. You know, they load up on berries and honey to store up lots of energy so they can get through the winter and come out lean in the spring. Most importantly for us, it helped us survive times of minimal food like famine or winter or while on the hunt for the next meal. So it's a very natural state that we are perfectly designed for. Honestly, we are better designed for famine than for feasting all the time like we are now. And there are some people, even now, especially those with a lot of muscle mass, whose metabolism goes into this every night when they finish dinner and then don't eat till later the next day. They are in ketosis every day. Basically, instead of a diet rich in carbohydrates, sugar and starches, it's higher in fat and protein. So by limiting carbs, the body just switches gears because it can easily go from fat storing to burning fat. And like I said, it targets it mostly first around the waistline. And this is great because we know that's called toxic fat that is, you know, causes all sorts of problems, blood pressure, cholesterol, insulin resistance, immune problems, gallbladder problems, liver disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, all sorts of problems that are rampant today because of our diet. Then there's a lot of ways to do keto. Not all of which I recommend This because the one I don't like at all is called the dirty keto. Lots of bacon, processed meats, cheese, pork rinds, meat. I don't like this one at all. It tends to be more inflammatory, lacking in fiber and good antioxidants. The keto diet I recommend high in vegetables, low sugar fruit, healthy fats. Just no grains, legumes, and no sugars at all. And I can tell you, there is nothing faster at weight loss than a keto diet. It is like practically melting off. By focusing on foods that provide us healthy fats, adequate protein, non-starchy vegetables, low-sugar fruit, you easily get more calories from fat and protein than from the sugary, starchy carbs. You deplete the body of the sugar reserve so it Quickly burns that off, and whatever it has, you know, it quickly reverses non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, where the body has stored tons of sugar around the liver, or if the body has stored it just around the waistline, on the hips, and the neck. Any place it's stored, unhealthy fat, especially visceral fat, belly fat, is the first to go. When you're in ketosis, the body simply targets the stored fat, and. Magically transmutes it into energy. It's like it vaporizes into thin air, leaving you leaner and healthier. Another benefit to the weight loss is boosted metabolism. Normally, if you're on a regular low calorie diet, as you lose weight, your metabolism drops off. So if you're, you know, taking in 1,200, 1,500 calories and losing weight now, you know, if you want to keep up that weight loss, you're going to have to like drop back more calories. But you know, if your calorie content falls too low, the body's going to break down anything it can to get the sugar energy. And that includes muscle. If you're on a typical low calorie diet, you're going to start looking gaunt and saggy. But when you're in ketosis, it's targeting the fat and sparing the muscle. Yeah, so that's another great benefit of rapid weight loss with ketosis. You maintain muscle, and it's that muscle that's burning calories even while you sleep 24-7. And yet another benefit of ketosis is a reduction in appetite. People feel less hungry. Perhaps it's the high fat that keeps you more satisfied because the stomach isn't emptying as fast, or it's actually reducing the hunger hormones like leptin, like ghrelin, like cholecystokinin. So you can see why the keto diet has stayed so popular for so long, maintaining muscle mass, reducing appetite, keeping you feeling satisfied longer. Nothing worse than being hungry all the time. Slowing your metabolism, and you know you're not losing as fast and you're just looking haggard to put the cherry on the top of the keto diet for weight loss when you lose more weight than any other diet around there, that makes it the best in a couple different meta-analysis for a total of over twenty four different randomized controlled trials, researchers found that people following a keto diet lost more weight over a year than those following the old-fashioned low-fat, high-sugar diet. Not only did the keto diet lose more weight, but cardiovascular risk factors improved even more. Improvements in triglycerides, HDL cholesterol, LDL cholesterol, blood pressure, glucose, insulin, hemoglobin A1c, and the overall inflammatory marker, C-reactive protein level improved. So heart health benefits. But I think it should be stressed that, you know, we choose healthy fats. Eating healthy fats like avocados instead of less healthy fats like pork rinds or bacon. You know, that's going to help you with your overall health. So then, now this is fascinating. In addition to weight loss and heart health, there's fascinating research on the ketogenic diet and its effect on cancer due to what's called the Warburg effect. After Otto Warburg, a colleague of Einstein, he discovered that the keto diet could be helpful because it starves out those cancer cells, making them more vulnerable to chemotherapy and radiation, doing a lot of research on this now. So we need more studies, of course, but What tremendous potential therapeutic possibilities. I attended a whole symposium on this called Tripping Over the Truth that presented a lot of research on cancer and the keto diet. The theory being that the keto diet can cause more oxidative stress in cancer cells than normal cells, so it makes them more susceptible to the treatments. study in 2018 suggested that the keto diet because it reduces the blood sugar, it also lowers the risk of high insulin complications. You know, high insulin puts you at greater risk for some cancers, especially hormone-related cancers, prostate, ovar- ovarian, and breast. Then in 1987, the researcher Tinsdale saw a decrease in tumor weight and improve changes in healthy weight Uh, in mice with colon cancer using the ketogenic diet. Additional studies have found that keto helps reduce tumor growth and improve survival in animal models when we're talking malignant brain, glioma, colon cancer, lung and gastric cancers, prostate cancers, so many benefits. And fasting, even intermittent fasting, which will induce a mild state of ketosis, has shown enhanced responsiveness to chemotherapy so intermittent fasting interesting they are doing a lot of research on this so that maybe less chemo will be necessary to get even better results so much exciting research is going on i think we are just touching the surface on the impact of diet and our health and the health of you know the diet today that's driving all this epidemic of disease Okay, so as if that wasn't enough, let me tell you about the brain benefits. So the brain is made up pretty much of 60% fat. Some studies show, like in a 2019 review of a whole bunch of studies, found that the keto diet has neuroprotective benefits, which means it's strengthening and protecting the brain and nerve cell. You know, Dr. Dale Bredesen, love him, premier Alzheimer's disease researchers, uses the keto diet in his treatment of dementia. Sugar truly is the natural enemy of a healthy brain. Healthy fats, on the other hand, are the fuel for a healthy brain. In fact, people who are older that have more of the omega-3 DHA fat in their brain have healthier brain functioning and less cognitive decline. I always marvel how people starting a keto diet just tell me how much sharper they feel especially if they've suffered from brain fog. Okay, and then seizures. When it comes to the brain health, the Epilepsy Foundation and the Charlie Foundation use ketosis to reduce or eliminate seizures with people that have epilepsy, especially those who have not responded to other treatment methods. So the keto diet may reduce epilepsy symptoms by a lot of different mechanisms. We're still figuring it out It's very complicated, but it works. I've seen it firsthand. Research suggests that the high fat may be helping remyelinate the nerves so the nerve signals just travel better. They don't short circuit. But you know, it has always amazed me that when you look at the websites of Cleveland Clinic and, and other major institutions, they first recommend drugs. Second, surgery. And only third, If all else fails, they'll use diet. I mean, really, a diet that has no side effects, it's used last? I'll never understand. Okay, so next, near and dear to my heart, insulin-resistant problems. PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, leading cause of infertility in women, categorized as a gynecological problem, but it really is a metabolic problem, most often caused by a high-carb diet. Sugars, starches that result in high insulin levels, like we see in diabetes, you know, as a keto diet has been shown to benefit and observed in weight loss, it also has been observed that the serum Hormone balances, the ratio of luteinizing hormone to follicle-stimulating hormone improves, and levels of fasting insulin normalize. A review from 2019 found that keto diet beneficial effects with people with various hormone disorders, not just PCOS, but type 2 diabetes. Yeah, it's a hormone disorder. We know insulin resistance is at the core of Of so many chronic diseases that affect us today, and it's all because of our high sugar and refined diet. A keto diet sure reverses that fast. And finally, the effect on gut bacteria. No, not too glamorous, but super significant. There is a lot I could talk about here, but I'm gonna just tell you about two different families of bacteria that are affected by the keto diet. Or a diet that's high in vegetables and low in sugars. The families are Bacteroidetes and Firmicutes. I know, crazy names. I don't know who names them, but anyway, Bacteroidetes levels, they're gonna correspond with better health, increased metabolism, and balanced blood sugar and appetite and all those good things. Firmicutes or Firmicutes however you want to pronounce it. It's associated with more problems with blood sugar, insulin, metabolic rates, weight, appetite, so many things. The way I remember this one is high firmicutes, you are nearly neither firm nor cute, and you're more likely to feel awful and be going to the doctor a lot. In a study that followed people eating the standard American diet, SAD, the Western diet, Showed an increase in those firmicutes and a decrease in the bacteroides. You know, leading to overall, they call it adiposity or obesity, insulin resistance, cholesterol problems, and inflammation. So a good ketogenic diet has to include a lot of vegetable fibers to feed the bacteroidetes. So leafy greens, nuts, berries, especially black raspberries and cruciferous vegetables are all high in fiber and a lot of good healthy fats. The diet really gets that good bacteria thriving and those firmicutes under control. Jeff Volick, he's a professor at Ohio State and an author, uses the term a well-constructed ketogenic diet. And I love that. And it has great benefits not only for weight loss, but heart health, immune health, cancer prevention, brain health, memory, seizure treatment, but also in the emerging field of gut health and the microbiome. All that said, what is old is really new again. Hippocrates spoke of it. Jesus spoke of it. And I think we're just beginning to scratch the surface of a good ketogenic diet. However, there are a few people who should not use it. So if you have a history of kidney disease, especially kidney stones, people with diabetes or who are insulin dependent, people with eating disorders, and people with kidney disease or pancreatitis. However, I must say that at the last conference I was at, because ketones are anti-inflammatory, they're found to, you know, may not be contraindicated in kidney disease. In fact, I've seen labs improve, but check with your doctor. Also, women who are pregnant or breastfeeding, and when you first start, if you're not metabolically flexible, You may feel like you have what they call the keto flu, poor energy, headachy. I rarely saw this with my clients, uh, but it would quickly go away. I don't recommend a ketogenic diet long-term, and I always recommend the O-N-E, one-daily vitamin and a mineral supplement with potassium and magnesium to prevent any deficiencies. As always, if you have a medical di- condition, check with your health care provider to see if a short-term ketogenic diet could kickstart your health plan. Thanks for listening to another edition of Today's Nutrition. I hope you learned something will help you or someone you love. If you want to know more about my ketogenic diet, go to my website, debford.com, and shoot me a message. As always, have a wonderful day and remember to take really good care of yourself.